uh, I, I didn't have a hat, so I bought a hat. It turned out to be a sports hat, mm. and it was some team mm. that I guess was playing another team. And then I was in Chicago, and everybody, and I, the whole reason wearing the hat was so that, you know, I, I cut down on interactions. <laughs> and I, the hat made all these people come up to me like, "Oh, you, we don't have you people here." The sport, the supporters of that team. I wonder if it is on our logo in number three. Let's see if we have a third logo. Yes, that's the hat I bought this weekend. It had a G on it. What does that mean? Just a riveting story there from Anderson Cooper about the time he accidentally bought a Green Bay Packers hat and then went to Chicago trying to cut down on interactions because it was accidentally a sports hat. He went to Princeton or Yale or some shit. I don't know if I buy this story. Um, but he is incredibly inept at the football thing. He didn't name any of the teams. Let's see if he can guess these. Let's see. Okay. Um, On the left, um, I assume it's not Princeton. The blue, that's yeah. kind of there, yeah. right? That's the New England Patriots? No, they're not anywhere close. They stink. The, the Fighting Toros? The Fighting Toros. How yeah. about, okay. that is the uh, Houston Texans. Yeah, Anderson, tough okay. tough look for Anderson Cooper there. Interesting to see Daily Sports Park podcast and video, blah, 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 news, narratives, takes gambling. Uh, yeah, that stuff's it's just funny. Um, when a uh, sports ball, I bought a sports ball thing and then, uh, okay. All right. Speaking of sports ball, um, we got ourselves a controversy from the University of Tejas head basketball coach. Let's listen to him. His name is Johnny Dawkins. Wait, this is UCF head coach, Johnny Dawkins. I want to start with Texas head coach, uh, Rodney something. Here is him complaining after they got smoked by UCF. Lose the right way. And, you know, I always tell my guys, you know, um, whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or proud to get into the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless and it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go in the games trying to hope to win. We go in the games expecting to win. So we don't. Uh, he's saying we about a team that just beat him. First of all. Secondly, I agree that doing horns down on a handshake line, that is too much. Doing it in the fans and little children's faces when you're beating them in their house, that's hilarious. Doing it in the handshake line is a little much for me. That being said, uh, this is some crybaby stuff. So let's watch the live, or not live footage. Let's watch the footage of this happening. He's getting mad, going through. He's, dude, scolding other dudes' players is tough. It's a tough look. And when you do that, you lose the high ground, man. Shit, don't do that shit. It would be, don't scold them. Because if you were just like shaking your head like, dude, what are you doing? Then you would have the high ground and you would be right. Because doing it in the handshake line is is classless. It is annoying. And yeah, but then crying about it, why why is he crying? You got beat, bro. You got beat. Jason Kelsey's had his retirement ruined by uh, Adam Schefter, which is of course annoying. I'm just reporting the news. It's not fucking news, dude. It, whatever. Anyway, Jason Kelsey gave his favorite McDonald's employee. Uh, who appears to have a Down syndrome, his jersey. She's a football gal. Hashtag football gal right there. Uh, there he is in what looks to be a truck or some sort of SUV 
signed Kelly Green, maybe even game-worn or game-replica jersey for his favorite McDonald's employee. This implies two things. One, that Jason Kelsey is as cool as he, everyone thinks he is. And number two, that he goes to McDonald's enough to have a favorite employee. He, he is, is a man, man of the people. A man of the people. We're losing a good one, folks. Um, of course, he will be anointed the King of Philadelphia upon his retirement, uh, where he will rule with an iron fist full of, I'm assuming, some sort of sausage. Baker Mayfield and the Detroit Lions safety Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, or C.D. Deuce, as it is, uh, his name is being changed or whatever. They've been going back and forth in the media. Baker said something funny uh, because I mean, both these guys are good. Baker, has, he was cast aside by his former team and, and a number of other teams. And Jared Goff, very similar. Good vibes. Dan Campbell, very complimentary of Baker. And Baker, complimentary of CD, but also poking fun at him. Baker said, quote, I don't think he's really watched film because he mentioned Russell Gaged as a player for the Bucks. We love Russell, but he hasn't played a snap this year for us. He must be going off the preseason stuff the media was talking about. But he didn't play our first game, so I'm excited to see him. <laughs> so he's a watch film, and then CJ Gardner Johnson took that personally, which is like CJ Russell Gage ain't really part of the part of the thing, bro. I don't know. Let's go to Wisconsin, where some media host said some crazy shit about uh, Brock Purdy in the upcoming game between the Packers and the Niners. When no one gave us a chance in San Francisco, it's because we intimidated them. I mean, if you, and I always revert to Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons kicked the crap out of Brent Jones. And then it That's got contagious, take. and then it carried over. It's a hockey take. That's why you guys are going to think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, we already thought uh, that, so go ahead. A 15 yard penalty, and okay. I don't condone this, but I kind of do in the playoffs. <laughs> um, a 15 yard penalty for a late hit on Brock Purdy is not a bad thing, as long as it's worth it. Uh, I'm just saying, this is the mindset you go into when it's battle. And it's, it's. So he's implying that take the penalty to hurt the player. I've always wondered why guys don't do that. And then I remember that it's because they're coworkers. Like, think of all how good you could have been at basketball when you just had to, like, break LeBron's body. But then that, you know, obviously is a horrible, horrible thing to do. Let's look at the quote tweets on this. Richard Sherman chiming in. A lot of people chiming in saying, screw this guy. And then I saw something on the internet that said the guy that said that was once arrested for providing alcohol for underage girls in a hot tub. And then he's not on social media. So he is on the radio in Wisconsin, but he's not on social media, which is not good. That's because the social media is how these guys grow their platform. And then you get advertisers and things. It's a, being on social media is part of the job. And then the internet says this guy was hanging out with like 17-year-old girls in a hot tub and providing alcohol. And so that guy is as big a douchebag as he appears to be. So that that happened. That happened yesterday, which is just, I mean, I don't even know what to say. The NBA is being uh, accused of being soft. Blazers center DeAndre Ayton needed help to get out of his house because there were sheets of ice. They were unsuccessful, so he missed the game. He was stuck in his own house against the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know, man. It's in Portland, and people that are mocking this have never driven in freezing rain. That being said, maybe there was a way to do it. Maybe there wasn't. I don't know. Conditions are bad. I'm on TikTok, and I see these people in Portland can't drive anywhere. It's hilly. It's a hilly place. Am I? I think he probably could have figured out a way, but I also kind of get it. I mean, snow is way easier than freezing rain. It just is. And if you haven't experienced it, you will. Speaking of the NBA, we had a trade last night. Uh, Pascal Siakam was traded to the Indiana Pacers. Wait. 
Pacers acquire Siakam and trade with Raptors and Pelicans. Okay, so I don't understand three-way trades. They always confuse me. So let's read it. <clears throat> the Indiana Pacers have acquired all-star forward Pascal Siakam from Toronto. He, won, he was like the second-best player on the Toronto team that won the finals, I don't know, three years ago, four years ago, whenever that was. Uh, Bruce Brown, Jordan Nuora, and three first-round picks to the Raptors. Okay, hold on. As part of a separate trade, the Pelicans sent Kira Lewis Jr., never heard, and a second-round pick to the Pacers. So they got Siakam and more picks. So they got three first-round picks to the Raptors for Siakam, so the Raptors are breaking her down. I don't think he's worth that, personally, but there's not a lot of things you can trade in the NBA, just like picks like seven years down the road, right? Like there's not make a ton of assets that people have. There's no minor leagues, or no prospects, that kind of thing. So, I mean, maybe the Pacers will, maybe this will help them. I don't think so. Um, the Eastern Conference is kind of how it's been for a long time. The Heat are hanging around there. They're always trouble, but it's just the Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers. That's basically been the situation for like a long time now, like six, seven, eight years. The Celtics are four games up on the Bucks. Who are a game up on the Sixers? The Pacers are the seventh seed. They're eight and a half back of the Celtics. They won't catch them with Siakam, I don't think. But, you know, got to make it look like you're trying. Just trust the process. If you're not going to uh, compete for a championship, then what you should probably do is suck on purpose. We've got some interesting news. USA Today is reporting that the owner of the New York Knickerbockers and MSG Madison Square Garden Entertainment who owns he also owns the Sphere in Las Vegas is kind of a bit accused of some stuff and hanging out with Harvey Weinstein. Here is uh this is a lawsuit, right? This is from therapist of sexual a former massage therapist of sexual assault and sex trafficking involving Harvey Weinstein. Here's a quote. I have suffered so profoundly because of what James Dolan and Harvey Weinstein did to me years ago, and it was not an easy decision to come forward and seek justice. But for me to truly address my trauma, I need to seek accountability. <clears throat> Make some money. But she deserves it. James Dolan manipulated me, brought me to California to abuse me, and then set me up for vicious attack by Weinstein. Here's the deal. Normally, you could expect a code of silence from this greasy hippo and this guy. But this guy... Have you ever heard of game theory? This guy is already in prison. One way to get out of prison a smidge earlier is to shit on this guy. So this guy's going to be calling this guy's people being like, hey, I don't exactly remember what I remember. And this guy's going to be like, how about a trillion dollars before you get out? And the guy's like, oh, I remember. Nothing happened. Or, or, which I think might happen, but he could already be a borderline billionaire, which he is. And then be like, hey, hey, hey. Um, I'd like to get out of prison earlier. He did everything he's accused of. And then this guy will go to prison. It's usually how that kind of thing works. So we'll see. I'm intrigued. Um, big news for streaming and whatnot. Bally Sports acquired a lot of rights from Fox Sports people. Okay. So you're like, what's Bally? Bally has been broadcasting sports. It's a, I don't know what kind of company it is. They own casinos and other stuff. Amazon Prime or Amazon, the company, and will stream the games now on Amazon Prime because Bally declared bankruptcy. So if you are in the red right here and you have been watching your teams on Bally Sports, those games will now be on Amazon Prime, which is a big deal for Amazon Prime. We'll see how it goes. A lot of local sports. Smart for Amazon to just own a bunch of local sports. So here's the map. Oh, go away. Uh, three Detroit teams, a lot in Ohio, all over Ohio, the Mid-South, which is Tennessee, both Tennessee teams, 
two Atlanta teams at like the entire state of Florida, basically, which is like, what am I looking at? Panthers, Lightning, Magic, Heat, Marlins. It depends because maybe like the no NFL, you'll notice. No NFL. But local sports that play a lot of games, like here's the Royals, the, the Missouri, a lot going on in Missouri, Minnesota. That's going to be on Amazon, which I think is a great deal. Um, this better for sports and everybody involved. The Detroit Pistons are going to, someone on Reddit made a suggestion <clears throat> for the worst team in basketball. We are 4-36 and on pace to become the worst team in NBA history. At that point, I think... Just start, I would say Wiseman just started punching and beating the shit out of other teams' best player for a couple seconds. What's the worst that can happen? Wiseman gets tossed. He's the worst player on the team, so it wouldn't really matter. The best player gets hurt. Just imagine Wiseman going complete ape shit on Luka before the teammates and referees got involved. It would be at least three whole seconds, which is a lot of time to break someone's leg or arm. It's a great strategy. Caught. It's a great strategy to see if it pays off for him. Back and better than ever. Wildwood, Divisional Weekend, this weekend. Yeah, see you there.